Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind the scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves. And of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of what does being fit mean to you? My guest today is a culture curator, a creative director, and a creative consultant. Her mission is to make culture more accessible through the impactful and influential platforms of art and entertainment. She has devoted her professional career creating and helping mold outlets that promote not only the city's artistry, but the well-being of the community. She wants her work to lead a renaissance of change that will contribute to the breakdown of barriers and set new standards on how people embrace life and cultural differences. Please welcome Lex Nicole. Hi. See, that was a good intro. That was a good intro. Yeah. <laughs> Thank and you. You basically wrote that for me. I, I just did. picked some pieces off. Wow. That's, I mean, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> made my job so easy. You made me sound so good. You are so good. <laughs> Seriously, I uh, like. I love the work that you're doing. We have like so much to talk about and we dive do. into. Yeah. Um, I've been to a couple of your events, and mm-hmm. I always leave like feeling. I feel so good and I feel like connected to myself, but like also everyone that was at the event and it yeah. like spurs like questions and thought and dialogue and you just like, like the, the latest one that I went to was the one at the um, library. Yeah. the Mercantile. The Mercantile Library. Yeah. What, what was that? One. What was that called? For the Love of Black Men? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So cool. You had the place like decked out with lights and you had like the like the busts, like the statue busts, like decorated in some way, right? We did. And that place is like such a like historical landmark of Cincinnati. It's a beautiful space on its own. And yeah. you made it feel like very modern and cool. And the performances were great. And it was just like, you're like, you need that like injection, injection of art in your life sometimes. Yeah. Or else it's just like, everything is just like mundane. You do. You do. They let us, like, that project was, like, one of my favorites because they, like, we walked into this space that, like, has been, like, historically known for, like, white men at the end of the day, you know? Like, and and even to this day, like, they want more diversity there. um, And so they're still in pursuit of that. But Mm -hmm. um, so here we are, like, just boldly, enthusiastically, like, we want to showcase love for black men in a space that's only promoted love for white men. (laughs) It's it's beautiful. I mean, it's, like, brilliant, too. Like, it's, like, very intentional. Like, it wasn't like, we're just going to find a space that will, like, let us do this and do it. Like, it was, like, no, this is strategic like yeah. we want all around it to feel like yeah. this is we're like making it we're like making a statement oh yeah there was a lot of work with my team that we had to like sit down and talk about the realities of where we were so that we could create like this spiritual alignment within the space to say okay like how do we turn this place into an altar yeah. that can like um you know like birth this pro this process this mm-hmm. production mm-hmm. um and so like we 
we not only like did we have like sit downs and team building, but we like each of us brought in different elements from our own households and oh, inserted it. it around the library. So like like I said, like this altar thing. So yeah. like I brought in this beautiful wooden handcrafted piece that's been in my family for like five generations of like um, these beautiful black um, men who were like sculpted and um but they're like sculpted in there but it's of their slavery um oh, yeah. history and it's just fabric and wood and metal and it is beautiful and we just look at it as a reminder um but it was made by someone in our family so wow, we like put this so up cool. somewhere in the library we're yeah. like this if there's going to be like statues we have to like offset this place yeah so yeah, it was yeah, a lot yeah. of fun yeah no it was such a fun day. and there's always like drinks and like people are there just to like have a good time yeah. and like chat I don't know it's like it's fantastic I love what you're doing so before we like get into like exactly what it is that you're doing yeah how did you first like become interested in this work like what compelled you to get into it's like kind of a niche role really where you're like I want to put on events entertainment art to like help bring together a cultural movement in the city yeah how'd you get into it um (laughs) okay so like I think about that question and I feel like it's changed a few times throughout the year because originally I would say that in college, you know, me and my sisters would do events. Um, like we would do like these college nights like uh-huh. at the bars. Um, I don't know if Where'd you Where'd you go to school? I was at UC. Okay, yeah. And so I don't know if you remember El Coyote down on like 6th Street. But, no. But so it was like they had a mechanical bull. And okay. so we operated the mechanical bull and we just had the college nights. Yeah. And um, like I'm not a big drinker now and I, I was big drinker then but like ultimately it just wasn't fulfilling for me to like cultivate a space for people to get drunk and not remember anything yeah like there's nothing behind it except like we're gonna go out and drink which is fine there's a place for that there is yeah there is um but i i think i realized like okay once ash and i like had this ability to lead people to a place i'm like oh like this this is power Mm. there's something i could probably do with this Mm -hmm. and leverage it in a different way and so we started doing like these small poetry nights up there um, on Calhoun Um, and then it turned into like this big poetry experience that led like that went to the Mockbee and then it kind of bounced around but like the first poetry event we did it was like I don't know, we squeezed 50 people into this really small vintage shop. You got 50 people to come to a poetry event. Yeah, for the fir- like the first time ever. And all like I did was like that- put a flyer up on like Instagram that was not being even used in that way a long time ago. That is a statement in itself. I have no idea what I was doing. Yeah. Not one fucking clue. I yeah. was just sitting here like, I want to do something. Like, I want to throw something that I genuinely would want to go to. Yes. So yes. it was like, how can this be entertaining, fulfilling, and that people can walk away and still remember something and wake up remembering that? Yeah. So, yeah. but to answer your question, I think that I had to give myself a little bit more credit because I I think I've been naturally in tune to like this artistic realm for such a long time even when I was a child like I remember going like oh I was in drama class and I um I was in choir for seven years and then I like start to realize like all of these pieces of my past have actually contributed to who I am now right and I'm like oh this is this is more divine than I thought I didn't just wake up saying I don't want to drink anymore yeah you know yeah well that that is I think such a testament of like 
people are always like, okay, well, if you want to like find your passion, like what did you like do when you were young? Yeah. You know? And like to get back to like, no, this is like stuff that just like brings me pure joy and I'm naturally drawn to. Yeah. So then like, yes, let's make a career. Yeah. And a life choice out of like those things that the bring happiness. joy. Yeah. 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 That's really powerful. Um, so then what, so the poetry night, that those were kind of like the first, yeah. the first events that you did. Mm-hmm. And then how did it evolve from there? Really quick though, like what? So in my mind, yeah. I've never been to a poetry night, yeah. but I would love to go to one. Ooh. And is it that people come and like bring their own poems mm-hmm. that they wrote themselves and they read it out loud? They started off that way. Um, but then like in we would just have people like sign up or whatever but then we realized okay like we can't stay here for five hours with 50 people on the list yeah. so we just had to be very selective and then we started making people audition mm. and so like our poetry showcases became like this like superior experience for artists who wanted to express themselves because wow. they knew that they were going to get a high level of quality um opportunity yeah and um so like this was this when we started at the Mockby, it was like this um, spoken word, which is more performative based, acting based, uh-huh. than just more soul based performances. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah. so it's not like someone's coming up with like a piece of paper and just like no. reading. They are like living no. their poem. Yeah, and these are people who are like their poem. exactly and like a tour around the world doing poetry showcases, winning at national championships. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, that it starts to cultivate that kind of thing. Wow, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Okay, then from there, where did it go? Um, or what was like the next thing that you did? The next thing I did was Red Light Jazz Room. And it started at Revel. Yes. Yes. That is so cool. Talk about that. Like, oh my what, like what, what did that look like? Well, I think I had just kind of got a little burned out on my poetry showcase, which was called Speak. Mm. Um, and uh, when we started Red Light, I think I just kind of wanted to shift what I was providing culturally. And so I had created this like beautiful working relationship with CCM students where we could provide like a paid opportunity, um, but an opportunity that also they like, gave them career experiences mm. and values. Mm-hmm. Um, and because students at CCM were only performing for recitals and then that was it. Yeah, so, yeah. um, so when we created this relationship, this guy named Michael Cruz, who's a phenomenal trumpet player, he was like, I'll partner with you. Like, let's do this really dope show. And I was like, yeah. let's do it. And I created branding and then I pitched it to Revel and they loved it. And then at this time, Revel had only been open for nine months. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So it was I remember when ago. they first opened, like they had so many like musical events. Like there was always like, yeah. like DJs or like yeah. the jazz or something like that was like a really cool spot. Yeah. It was a great place to cultivate yeah. some culture, just like a stimuli in that part of the city. Yep. And yep. it did well. And they have a great space, that great space upstairs. Yep. Like you have like room. Yeah. That's cool. Oh yeah. We were packing like over 150 people on Wednesdays at Revel for wow. Red Light Jazz Room. <laughs> How do you think that you get that many people to attend? Like, is it like your marketing strategy or like where, how, how do you think, or is it just like people are like are hungry for this? Oh, absolutely. It's, yeah. it's absolutely a combination of things. People are hungry. I think we are deprived culturally. Yep. Um, and then we're also deprived quality wise. Like mm-hmm. things are so either rushed or forced that we miss an opportunity to like hit some marks sometimes. Yeah. Um, but then also reputation, you know, mm-hmm. like community building um, and relationships are really important to me. Mm-hmm. I love people. I love connecting with people. And, um, 
and I just like want to figure out how to like love on people and like yeah. how can I do that by providing something so cool for them you yeah. know I'm yeah. like let's be friends like yeah. come to this event you no, know I mean yeah I think that's like pretty much how we met like I think at comfort or something yeah like just in passing and it was like I think we, then we one night we like started drinking and we're like let's go out oh yeah I <laughs> Like ended up at Mecca like midnight oh on a God, Wednesday. Oh my God, with Anthony. <laughs> yeah. I forgot all about that. That was a great night. Yeah, it was so fun. Those nights are always the best when you're like go in being like, oh, I don't know, I'm just going to like go out and have a few drinks. And yeah. then you're like, we're like skipping arm in arm down Yeah, Walnut you're like, come Street. on, I'll drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, get in the Tesla. We're going to go to Mecca. <laughs> It's like, you don't have to tell me twice yeah. in a Tesla. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that was really fun. Um, okay, so then like, and then red light, the Red light happened over in um, Five Points Alley, too. Was that like during COVID? Yeah, yeah. So that was our take on trying to do something wow. during COVID. It was to do something outside. outdoors, yeah. which turned into a great experience. So much fun. And I thought it did a really good job of like providing support to those local establishments up there. Mm-hmm. So like Firehouse, uh, Fireside Pizza, everybody just went and bought a box of pizza and sat yep. up back there and waited for entertainment to start. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, it's cool how you're like bringing all the people in the... In the yeah. community, what else have you done? You oh did the da- the one dance thing at twenty one, not twenty one C at the um, the CAC. Yes, yeah. So like, honestly, from there, I, that's when I started to say, okay, like here, I know that I can do my own personal projects, but I want to also start to like work with these other household agencies. So that's when I started to freelance um, for the CAC. Mm. I just went to one of their opening nights, and I was like, I think I deserve to take up space here yeah. like let's figure out what this looks like wow and Amazing. literally the, that monday he was like here's a job and my first job was working for this guy named rashad Newsom, who is incredible he is um a queer-based artist in new york and um my the, the first show was like helping him create recreate what a black box would look like in the netherlands hotel in the whole of the was it the mirror yeah, of halls yeah Hall that yeah and um and it was like this black opera experience in the middle of the dark and all the audience had to wear like blindfolds. And I was sitting here like, you want me to, you, this is my, this is my job. <laughs> so that was my first opportunity, like really like putting myself out there. And then from there, it just kind of spiraled them. The CAC like had been looking out for me for so long. They continued to give me more opportunities. Mm-hmm. When I did for Love of Black Women at the CAC, we did five sold out shows there. That was a part of their This Time uh, Tomorrow. Yeah. So we went from like, they went from like hiring me to do freelance work for them to offering me an opportunity to support my own artistry and craft. So it was like, here's, here's what we'll pay you to work for someone else. Here's what we'll pay you to like create something of your own work, like making. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and then I did like a CF, a CSO show where we worked, um, with a symphony to, um, create this late night experience uh using like 60 members of the symphony orchestra and these queer black men and these other queer um artists who are all fluent from paris and i was hired to be their i was hired to be their creative assistant and i everyone's like speaking french and i'm like can i get a translator Yeah. what's going on but yeah so that was crazy and it just keeps spiraling you know yeah it's like the, the momentum of it yeah but it sounds like i mean from hearing you talk about like walking in somewhere and saying i deserve to take up space here and then obviously like on the gram like you always have like fucking fire fits like you were like not afraid to 
like I'm going to say show off. And yeah. I mean that in the most positive, affirming way possible because that's like what I like to do too. Yeah, yeah. Where does that confidence come from? Oh, man. I don't know. I, well, Has it always been that way? Have you always like showed up like that? I think that like, and I think you're on this too, but like there's something about like when you shine bright, it just speaks for itself. Yeah. Like when you are anointed, it speaks for itself. When you have purpose, that speaks for itself. I don't have to like wake up and be like, hmm, how do I want to give back to this world? I get to walk in that. And yeah. by doing that, like I've done so by faith, but I get to do that confidently because there's so many people who struggle not to know what they want to do with their lives. And I get to wake up blessed knowing. And you know. I know. And you're just so like, this is it. So there's like, confidence there. I have there. no other option but to like walk in that path. There's no Boldly. other option. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. Have you always have you always been like been like that in in your life, like in other areas too? No. No. Oh my god, I'm a college dropout. I did three years at UC. I, girl, I've been broke more times than I can count. I'm probably still broke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, um, I I am a procrastinator. I'm a Gemini. Like, yeah. I can't sit my ass still. Like. Um, so I think it had to be something that <laughs> I cultivated, but, um, I don't know. I think I've had a lot of like time to like sit with myself and really important. to, yes. And to, uh, I think like talk to God for lack of better words. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it, it kind of like the path just starts to unfold. Yeah. And then like when everything starts to like synchronize and fall into alignment, like I stopped doubting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I knew that like I didn't have to question like whether or not I belong to this abundant lifestyle. Oh my God. Yeah. Things open up. It Things open up. Isn't that beautiful where you're like, yes, I am like fully confident in this part of my life. Yeah. And then also I have struggles. Like, oh girl. It can be both. It can be both. Yeah, and I think that people sometimes like get tripped up on that to be like, okay, well, I have to be like this confident person. It means I have to like show up in every single way possible. And if I'm not showing up in that way, then I'm not really confident. And it's like, no, you like you can be confident and struggle. Oh my like, god, there's there there it, it doesn't have to be exclusive. You can be a and hot mess freeing. and that bitch at the same time. Yeah, that's freeing to be like I don't have to be just one way. Yeah, and this like this like standard of perfection just like does not have to exist. Exactly. Yeah, that's hard to wrap your head around. It is, but. especially when we live in a world with like social media, materialism, all of these other, you know, variables that play so heavy on our psyche. I think that like it's really incredibly hard to find purpose. Yeah, when you're looking at at it, you're trying to find purpose in other people. Right. Right. I. I. Someone had said this to me when for, for a while I was really trying to like not look at social media in the morning. Like first thing when I woke up, I am not in that mm -hmm. season of my life right now. Mm -hmm. And someone that made this comment of like, well, you need to like start your day with yourself mm -hmm. and not with a, like what other people, what other yeah. people are doing. Yeah. And I've like always think about that, yep. but I still like wake up and I look at Instagram. I look at Instagram. Yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> don't tell anybody. I won't tell anyone. But I look at it before my emails. <laughs> I I do too. You know, like, I do too. So bad. I, I like I use it sometimes in a way of like I like have to get up and I'm tired and it's yeah. like a it's like a dopamine hit. 
So I'm just like, okay, like this will like wake me up. Like, let me just fucking yeah. start scrolling. But it's stupid and it's fucking mindless and I don't really get anything out of it. No. <laughs> but yet I do it. It is terrible. It is terrible. It's, I feel bad for the younger generation, honestly. Like my little sister, I, I'm one of nine. So like. Holy shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I have a lot of siblings. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Are they all in Cincinnati? Yes. Uh, one is in Columbus. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And what's the age range? 28 to 10. Wow. Okay. So it goes 28, 27, 27, 27 from a different person. Yep. Yep. Um, 22, 21, 17, 17, 10. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So your younger siblings, like the 10, 17 year old, mm-hmm. what, like, what are they on? Are they on TikTok? Are oh, they like, what, what are they doing? Like, how, how do they relate to social media? I'm so interested. I have like no really strong interaction with people in that age. Really? Group. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Oh man. Um, I, well, I think for one, it's doing two different things. Either like you're learning how to use social media in a way that benefits you and catapults you or mm-hmm. your legs are coming to it. Yeah. So I've seen like my little sister, she's my nail tech. Um, pain, it's like a shameless plug. Her, her line is called Allie Lated. Wait, does she, what does she do? She has like, like she does nails. She does nails. Okay, yeah. Okay, she's okay, a nail okay. tech. Yeah. She's a nail tech. So like they these, she's incredible. Right. Um, so she has absolutely been someone and she's 21 who has taken social media as a way and like has catapulted her career and she's doing incredibly well for herself way yes. better than I was when I was 21 I'm you know sure much better than me too yeah. oh girl <laughs> yeah. like savings account business like you know wow. like just doing the damn thing and yeah. I'm so proud of her and um so but like my other little sister who's like 17 I'm just like girl no, um, get off of social media right now. Yeah. You you don't need it. No. You don't need it. If you don't have a business, just get off. Yeah. You know? I And that's, for me, like, I'm learning that for myself at, you know, going on 28 is, like, I don't need social media in that way. Yeah. And I have to, like, detach. and Right, right. No, I, like, my goal and like the outcome that I want with social media is for like business networking, yeah. like opportunity yeah. wise. Yeah. And I look at it as like, okay, this is like my resume, mm-hmm. you know, like this is like what I'm capable of doing and like what I can showcase and like my personality. Mm-hmm. So people need, um, you know, hosting shit or like modeling stuff, whatever. I'm like, this is like what I like want you to look at, but mm-hmm. it's not like, not really my fucking life. Like I posted a picture of me like with my legs in the air with like a wine. Like I'm not fucking actually doing that. Yeah. You know, like this is, I mean, some stuff like when I like go on vacation, whatever, like, yeah, like that's yeah. what I'm doing. But the rest of it is like, this is a, this is for a purpose. Right? Yeah, like, absolutely. This, like, and I think that's important people to know, like, this is not what my everyday life looks like. Yeah. Listen up girlies. I've got something for you to add to your calendar. Join me on Wednesday, April 13th, as I host a panel full of women with power to talk all about the experience of being in our bodies. Being here, how we live in, listen to, and trust our bodies is part of the Be Here by Leader Ruth event series. The series was launched with the intention of building community, sharing authentic voices, inspiring and encouraging inward reflection, and giving women permission to discover more about themselves. I say fuck yeah to all of that. Here's the details you need to know. The event will take place at Berkus Brewing Company in Ludlow, Kentucky at 6 p.m. To 
tickets are $20 and include an alcoholic beverage or non-alcoholic beverage, if that's how you roll. MeActive is also giving 50% off their best-selling black leggings with a ticket purchase. For more info on who you'll be hearing from on the panel and to purchase tickets, visit the link in the show notes or in my Instagram bio. Hope to see you there. I'm like fucking sitting at a computer in a hoodie. Like that's what my everyday life is like. (laughs) Exactly. There's a facade that absolutely has to be maintained. Um, But I think for me, like someone who like produces so much and like I see so many people I see people by the hundreds especially during my on seasons where I'm like I've learned in this past year how I have to like separate myself because I'm already doing so much work in the community that I gotta leave some for myself yeah I need to take some stuff off I need to stop posting everything on my story like they don't need to know yeah I I had this conversation I got drinks with um do you know Rachel DeRocher is I don't think so. Have you seen anything about Power to Pursue? No. This big like um, female entrepreneur summit event that's happening mm. in May. Mm. You should look it up. It's really yeah. fucking cool. That sounds she's, awesome. She's doing some really cool work. Um, but we had drinks and she's someone that's like in the in the public eye and like, you know, putting things out there. Um, and we were having this conversation around like, well, how like people you know, follow and listen to the podcast because I share my life and like vulnerabilities. Yeah. But like, where is the line? Right. Because like not everyone gets access Mm -hmm. to every part Mm -hmm. of you. Mm -hmm. And so they think it's important to like protect some things that are sacred that like you're like you and your family can fucking know. Like not everyone in the world has to know about it. Yeah. But it's hard to to kind of sometimes differentiate for me of like, where's that line of like, I want to share because people will feel connected mm-hmm. and, and spur conversation in their own mind mm-hmm. and like break down some barriers that they mm-hmm. may have. And and I get so much value when I hear other people share about hardships they've been through. So yeah. there's like that piece. Yeah. But then also like I have to protect myself. Yeah. Too. I mean, it takes a lot of courage to put yourself in the public eye yeah. in any way, especially when the results, like the end result of this is to like help push people to feel accepted to feel seen yeah you know um and so like absolutely the the lines will absolutely be blurred you know but yeah it's it's, gonna figure out as you go you're walking the yeah on a tightrope you know like (laughs) but you're so brave i'm so proud of you honestly i'm so proud of you you let me in your house like (laughs) of course like oh you know that was the one time yeah you came to a party yeah up here yeah yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and i was like wow i want to move in (laughs) We have a, I have a spare room. It's good to know. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you might be looking for a place. <laughs> we'll keep that on the DL. Yeah. Um, so what's, what else is going, what else do you have coming up? Like anything, anything you can talk about now or, or, or what are some ideas or like maybe oh, visions? Yeah. You feel like vision board it, like you can put it out into yeah. the universe so it has to come true. Oh yeah. I mean like, so like the thing that I'm so many, I don't even know where to start. Like, <laughs> but one of my main, um, uh, focuses right now and is to revamp Red Light Jazz Room. So it comes back this summer oh, from um, May through October, once a month, every third Wednesday of the month at Somerset. Amazing. And I'm so excited because they have like given me the room to just be 
the creative person that I am and they fully wow. support it. But like our um, our approach this time around will be to activate Somerset to transform it. Um, and so we're working through designs right now that will like literally like put you oh my God, like I through a portal. Wait, wait, it starts in May? <clears throat> it starts in May. Third Wednesday of every month. Yes. And this year we've attached a campaign to it. Um, and the campaign is Safe Sex and Consent Culture. So we're hoping... Um, um, to to kind of like just break down these norms, destigmatize certain conversations mm-hmm. socially. So like I'm understanding like, oh, okay, that's called social practicing. And mm-hmm. so like that's a whole other lane of philanthropy that I'm still trying to get in the know of. And because I want to do it with like grace and integrity and I just mm-hmm. want to do it with respect honestly yeah. you know so yeah. um it's a very serious conversation but it also can be like this free and open and light conversation as well so. right no it's like anything else like if we haven't flexed the muscle of talking about like what is consent yeah. and like how do you know yeah. when you're out and you're drunk and there's two people like yeah. do we both want the same thing like mm-hmm. there's like talk about blurred lines like that's a conversation that oh, yeah. people haven't had before. Like you might not have the language. Yep. You might not even like be aware this could be a thing. Yeah. And so it's- Coercion is real, even within relationships. And that's yes. the big one. Like oh, you, you come about that. You come home or your guy comes home and he's like having a good time and he's out and you're like, oh, because I'm your woman or vice versa, whatever gender, you know, like, oh, I'm here for you. I'm here to please you. Like, let me go ahead and just like make you happy. Even sure. if I don't want to. And yep. there's like, oh, come on, dude this for me blah 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 you know yeah. and so like if you have to convince your partner you you tip into coercion yeah. um and so it's a very like nuanced conversation that should be had i mean like you know i can't tell you how many times i'm like mm, i want to like protect you know me and my lady today we're working on our ph this week you yeah. know yeah. but i'll do it because i'm like well he's gonna get mad at me or i'm gonna be looked at as like not a good girlfriend who supports Mm -hmm. the needs of her partner Mm -hmm. you know so there are like so many conversations there like that's diving deep into it i don't know if we're gonna talk about ph at red light but (laughs) but yeah so so how do you like how will you weave that conversation into the events yeah like each night so um we're the goal is to do a number of things one we want to focus on like working with the health experts and agencies who already do that kind of thing um two yeah yeah, like um and and two um we're gonna have like these hour-long panel discussions during like the happy hour time Mm -hmm. and then we'll break into the event by the evening um so we're really excited for that and the other part is like how do we um we're talking about like design placements for like do we put a banner? Do we put like a menu next to the menu that says these are safe conversations? These are codes. So oh. we're talking like social disruption in, in ways that we can like integrate and implant these like small gestures that kind of like create like this sub conversation. Like, yes, you know, that's really smart. How did you come up with that idea? That's brilliant. I, so I, I worked for the AIDS Healthcare Foundation out in California and I had, I had like an apprenticeship there and we, they put me in, um, events and fundraising out there. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't tell you how many times I went to a drag show and it was like a part of my work. Yeah. Um, and we just did so much for the community out there. Um, like the, the queer community is heavy, mm-hmm. um, 
this like amazing nonprofit that's in like 32 countries around the world has been showing up for over the last 30 years, educating people on the importance of X, Y, and Z. And so it put me in this position where I'm like, I like when I go home, I have to like keep this going. Like there's so much important information out there. Um, and there's, there's a way to actually give it to the people. And so I thought like, okay, let's just use red light jazz room as like the Trojan horse to carry out these positive messages. Yeah. Yeah. Lex, you're so fucking smart. Oh, girl. You're so smart. <laughs> you really are. I'm I'm feeling very inspired just talking to you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love sitting with you and talking <laughs> with you. <laughs> we can go on and on. We could. You have an art event to get to later. So we, yeah. yeah, go on and on. Just busy, busy, busy. Um, okay, so that's coming up. Yeah, that's coming up. Any like really big visions that might not be off the ground yet, but you're like, this is a goal. Oh, yeah. My goal, I am opening up a lounge. I'm absolutely opening up a lounge in the next seven years or less. What is a lounge? A lounge as in like, hopefully, so the dream is like this lounge will be, you know, there will be a kitchen, but there will also be um, this like beautiful space to come and relax. Uh And then like on certain days of the week, there will be live entertainment Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I think like the thing that's going to separate my lounge experience. I love that you are calling it a lounge. Oh, it's a lounge. It's absolutely a lounge because we are kicking it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a vibe. Yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. Of course. It will absolutely be a vibe. Yes. And like the, the vision that I have for this place is like, okay, like people will come from all over to to like hang out at my lounge because of the reputation uh-huh. of relationships and friendships that have been cultivated. Like, uh-huh. I'm like, Hey Mary J Blige, like, Hey girl, yes. what you doing this weekend? Let me fly you in. Just come like hang out. Like don't perform, just come and be a part of like just this vibe. Yes. So that is like my vision. Okay, and um, that's great. It's very specific. I like yes. that. You like have an idea it's of in my head. I know it's going to be called. Absolutely. I'm naming it after my brother. Um, and it's going to be just so smooth. So sexy. Yes, I was gonna say it sounds very sexy. Yes. Like we're gonna show like people will show up yeah. like ready to stunt. Yes. Yeah, like absolutely. It will, it will be expect a, nothing less. See and be seen. Mm-hmm. But like also we're like doing this for a purpose. Yeah. It's purposeful. It is. Which is the best kind of seen and be seen. Oh yeah. Yeah. First of all, we don't do enough things in the city that give us a reason to get cute. And I know you have been you wake up every day like, okay, how can I be cute? Yes. Like so <laughs> You do it so well, like yes. you're the most fashionist. Like, what is that? Like a fashion icon. I, when, when I wake up, I'm my so, my very first thought after I look at Instagram is, how can I be cute today? Yes. How can I bless the world with my cuteness? Yo, you talk set the bar about, high. Talk about purpose in life. Yes, to be cute. Yes, <laughs> because goddamn it, I'm cute. Yeah, like, <laughs> because that's it. Oh my god. You do it so, so good. Funny. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm I'm, I'm just it's a constant practice, yeah. you know. You just like always show up being cute yep. and just gets better and better as it goes on. Yeah. Oh my god, so funny. Okay, so I let's I love that vision, the lounge. Yeah. That's going to be great. You want it to be an OTR? <laughs> um No, probably no? not. No. It'll be downtown though. Okay. It'll be um you got to get in like the development that's happening like by Finley and like exactly. over I want there. the Western. Yeah. I want like, I want, yeah. yeah. Get, like draw people out of where every, everyone is. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I want. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, I love this that. This exclusive like space though that's like kind of like not off the grid, but like 
where is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like a speakeasy vibe. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Okay, so I want to shift gears dramatically now and talk about your wellness journey. Oh, Because I know, girl. I see you Whew. getting after it. Yeah. So talk to me about that. Have you like always been interested in wellness and fitness? Is this a new kind of practice for you? What's it yeah. look like? So I have done sports my entire life. Uh-huh. I was like, track, soccer, volleyball. Mm-hmm. We've done it all. Yeah. And um and I don't think that like like I've, so I, I I love the idea like fitness has become a part of my identity. Mm-hmm. It's a part of who I am. It's not something that I do to look good. It's yeah. I have to do it in order to feel good at this point. Yes, yes. Um but I think that like when I had to like separate, okay, like the athlete from the, like the self-care journey, Mm -hmm. they were two different experiences. Totally. And people have a really hard time with that transition of like, this is my athlete life. Like I'm told what to do. I I, am practicing for X amount of hours a week. I'm I'm there with an intention of then like competing in some way. And then you take that away and you're like, well, what do I do now? Yep. Like, what feels good to me? I don't know, because for so long, I've just done what I told it. And oftentimes, it doesn't feel really good to me, but I do it because I'm committed to the sport. And now I'm in this place where, like, I get to choose. Yeah. And it can be hard to identify, Mm -hmm. like, what it is that you want to do. And I think it's such an intimate journey, like, that you get to romanticize because... You get to like not only fall in love with yourself, but you get to like know what feels good to you. Yeah. Like, what do you love doing? Which I didn't know. Like, a newfound love of mine is lifting. Like, I had no Ooh. idea. I didn't even know that lifting produced the results that it did. Yeah. No, I was like, many many people do not know that. Yeah. Where the f- where have I been? Right. So, um, but also like you know, like watching my food and being intentional, mm-hmm. like all of those like m- moments of, to be aware, like truly brings you into alignment with mm-hmm. just like your own reality and with yourself that that journey for me I mean it's up and down you yeah, know like course. I drink a glass of wine and I'm like dang no, I'm gonna wake can't. up and see the calorie on the left side no. of my ass <laughs> <laughs> like I can pinpoint exactly where it's that calorie right is gonna there. go <laughs> but damn the calorie tasted good oh worth it yeah 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 so, <laughs> so when you say that like lifting is like a newfound love do you yeah. do it on your own do you do it in a group like what's it look like um so first of all I watch a lot of Instagram videos yeah perfect. I do um like me and my twin like we work out together often there are a bunch of girls that I know who do it um as well and so like I'll go and do sessions with them and like learn some things learn technique and form yeah and then I just like go back and do it myself like yeah. so I go to the gym like four days a week nice and I have to like like, and now, like, lifting is, like, incorporated into everything I do every single day. Yeah. So. Yeah. Where do you go to the gym? I'm at Esporta. So, the old LA Fitness in Oakley. Okay. hmm Yeah. How do you like that? I think it's good. Mm-hmm. I like that one because they have a lot of space. They have, like, this green turf. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to, like, be with myself, but also I'm a mingler. So, sometimes yep. I, like, you know, right. stumble you into conversations. Right. But, yeah, girl, put me in the sauna. I do the sauna first. Because oh, okay. I feel like I have a hard time break sweat. Mm-hmm. And so if I go to the sauna, break my sweat, and then it's easier for like my body to keep like yeah, letting you, it like, all warm out. warm it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, do you do any like cardio or anything like that? Or are you just like lifting right now? I stopped doing as much cardio. 
Yeah. In the summer, though, when it's hot, I oh, like you'll see. You, I see you walking. We yeah. we walk. We're walkers. Like we are walkers. So I will be outside. I do actually in the summer twice a week. I do the stairs right there. Oh, nice. This is the art museum stairs. I have not done a workout there yet, but I really oh, yeah. want to. There's a fitness studio in East Walnut Hills called Studio S. Ooh, and they recently did a like sunset. They like ran from. Oh yeah. There's the studio in East Walnut Hills. And went to the art museum steps and then did a workout there. And I really wanted to go and then I like had a yeah. conflict. But I do the nipper stairs. Oh, yeah. I love the nipper. I do that in the summer as well. So we'll, we'll I have like a group. We took a break like, during the winter and like moved the workout indoors. We do it on Sunday mornings. Yeah. But we're going to start back up again like now in the spring. And that first time will be absolutely brutal, brutal, painful. My calves will be sore for the entire week. Yeah. Like after it's not going to be fun, but then you like a couple times later, then you can like get into rhythm, but there's no better feeling on a Sunday morning than like exhausting yourself like that. Like, yeah, like they're like Sunday scaries, like cannot exist. Like you just run the anxiety out of your body. Mm -hmm. You can like go to the grocery store after. Yep. And you're just like set for the day. You so you feel so good about yourself. You feel so good. And I can't wait for that. Yeah. That's what I think about when I'm like, this is going to suck so bad. This is going to have 20 minutes. Yeah. But then after you get this amazing reward. I mean, and like the beautiful thing about that is like, no one can take that away from you. No. You worked for that. Yeah. And then you get to look good. Yeah. Absolutely. In your fashionable clothes. Yes. Like, yes. It's and win, in that win, swimsuit. Win. Like, it's see, win, win, win. people are trying to do this, get um, get cute and fit real quick for their summer body, babe. You got to do this all year round. Like, oh, this yeah. is this is not, this yep. is like never ending. Never. It's never ending. You can't let it go for one single second not one from second. now until the day you die. Yeah. <laughs> Me. That's it. <laughs> I will be in the gym at 50 yeah. and 60. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, what about like food stuff? How, how do you like to eat? What makes you feel good? Um, so I don't eat meat. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I stopped eating meat five years ago. Okay. And, um, but I do eat seafood. Mm. I, st- I tried to go vegan for like a year and a half, but then I have low iron. So I was mm. like, I have to incorporate some other things. So fish and um, seafood, all those things bring me joy as well. Ooh, yeah. um, you cannot come between me and, an, and a crab broil. Oh. I will fight you. I Crab legs? Love language. Am- Mine. Amazing. I had the best oysters of my life when I was in Miami oh. a couple weeks ago. Oh. The best. Really? Like, I've not stopped thinking about them. I love oysters. I love mm. all seafood. Shrimp, lobster. Run it up. Crab, oysters, <laughs> mussels, all of it. I'm actually... Okay, so I just got into the liking octopus. Then oh, yes. I, I didn't... That. It depends on how it's cooked, but, like, if you go to the right places, like... Abigail Street. Has really good oh. octopus and um, mitas. Oh, really oh! I good. think I have had mitas um, octopus. They're like real meaty. Oh, and they're in. I think there's there's some kind of like puree or like maybe like a hummus or something. I think I, I did. Oh, I did see that on their menu before. It's really good. So this is giving to me. Like we need to do like a seafood experience yeah. once a month or something. Yeah, I think that is absolutely on the table. Okay. I want like a crisp glass of rosé and an octopus. But do you know what? Oh my God, my mouth I, is starting to water. I like can't think about this, but I do think about it sometimes that octopus are like really, really smart and intelligent. Your, your guilt? Yeah, I do oh, feel like a no. little bit guilty until I eat it and it tastes good and then I about it. Oh. I know. You just repent. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Does it work though when you are knowingly going in like I'm gonna sin? Well, there's like there's like 
<laughs> I mean, like, there's there's this thing about like praying over your food and okay, saying so like grace. Thanking, thank, yeah, thanking the octopus. You, you've seen Avatar, it. right? Oh yes, and of like course. the Navi, like they, you know, when they kill their food, they like mm. say sorry and thank you at the same time. So yeah. like this law of one, this love of one kind okay. of experience. Okay, that's. I mean, like. I say that, but then I also look at people and scrutinize people who eat meat and be like, how dare you? Right. right. <laughs> but I feel like I can justify it, but it's not. Yeah, we can you know. justify anything. I, I, I'm thinking in my mind, if someone was going to eat me, I would prefer them to pray over me first. Yeah. And give me thanks. Yeah. So I'm going to remember that. Yeah. Like, just say thank you. Rub yeah. me on my back. Yeah. Tell yeah. me it's all going to be okay. Yep. And then, you know, I hope that. Just- Drop the head off. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So you got like food stuff. You got like fitness stuff. What do you do outside of like a physical fitness to take care of yourself? Hmm. Like what do you need to do to be like, I'm showing up in my best optimal self? Yeah. Um, I think, well, right now, like my self-care journey has been, I I, like, I recently got out of a relationship and, um, so like heartbreak is really fucking hard but oh my God, am i allowed f- to cuss on you yes okay yes. great um no, it's the fucking hardest okay, thing great the hardest <laughs> so getting out of that like has like i feel like when you go through heartbreak there is this beautiful thing about rebirth mm. that i didn't know ever existed mm-hmm. and so now i'm like okay let me let me figure out what new routines look like. Let yes. me figure out what like books I want to like pour into myself. Like, le- like how do I like reshow up for myself yeah. and romanticize dating myself? Yeah. So like that has been a lot of fun. Like um, falling in love with my own company again. Mm-hmm. Co- even though COVID taught me that. Yeah. Because I was alone a lot, but like you know, the breakup also taught me that. And sometimes, like during like during the heartbreak, it can be hard to find delights and joys and it can be yeah. hard to even like want to show up for yourself yeah but that breaks yes and it then does. you're like left with the space of like okay now what can I do for me exactly yeah that's exactly a beautiful place to be in yes yeah. I've been doing like a lot of like herbal baths oh that was a that was that was nice I cried a little bit too under the full moon but <laughs> you As know one does just yeah. releasing I think that's also a great way like re- I've a, like I've allowed myself to actually be okay with crying more often mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know what's really interesting is I have like gone through some pretty down periods lately, but I have not cried. Like I like can I have like cannot shed a tear. You're a soldier, though. I am. Yes, that's true. It's like a soldier. I, I I like to think about like getting hit by a train and like getting back up and getting right in front of the train again. Like, yeah, that's like that my yeah mantra. Like, oh my god, hit me again, train. Yeah. <laughs> Do it again, I dare you. Yeah, do it, do it the fuck again. Um, but, but even though, even though that's true, like I do recognize, like I, there's like a need to like soften a little bit. But I'm like not really able to access that. You gotta moment. massage your heart. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. some. Some someone told me that recently. They were like, I gotta massage my heart more often. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna try to feel that out. Oh, she's bit. like, where's my heart at? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's shrunk a little bit in the last couple of months. <laughs> It'll get back. It'll it'll come back. It'll come I don't back. know. Go watch like a sad movie or go watch some Ellen videos. Yeah, I could probably I could definitely watch a sad movie and that would make me cry. But then it feels like it's not like really getting at the crux of it. Like yeah. it's like, just like a feels like artificial a mask cry. Yes, it's like an artificial cry. Uh, like I need like a guttural cry. Did you cry after your like between relationships? Yeah, I did. Okay, I did. I got I I got a lot of that out. 
this maybe this maybe is like because I can't really like truly identify like one source of sadness that like yeah. I can't be like okay think about that and then like let it out yeah so I don't know I'll yeah. work I'll, I'm in therapy I'll work through it oh girl we'll figure <laughs> that <it> part because <laughs> I'm like sign me up yeah I know I need it everyone needs it I absolutely want it every you you should look into it I mean it's it's yeah now, now me, who's been through like two sessions, like I am, you're like I'm healed. I am the therapy master. <laughs> I'm gonna sit here on my throne and preach to everyone else how they should be going to therapy, even though I've spent thirty years of my life not doing it. But wow, that's okay. Whatever. Though. Yeah, Congratulations! I'm yeah. so proud of you. Thank you. It was like very easy. I don't know why I fucking didn't do it before. Do you believe in couples therapy? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <gasps> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that will like de- like definitely happen at yeah. some point. Like yeah. once we like get into my own groove. Yeah. yeah. See. Yeah. I love that. I love the idea of creating like this healthy understanding for what like a healthy foundation looks yeah. like. Yeah. Well, you are like an emotional unit. Yes. Like a system yeah. together. Yeah. So it makes sense that like, you know, even like just the short time I've been in is like this like it. Like I need my partner in it because so much of like what I like I'm working through and triggering like this is going to affect him and it applies to him and like yeah. if we're communicating better like everything else yeah. is going to be better and he should know you're like you know like he should know like who I am like yeah. why I move the way I do right. like like you know it's just like I want you to see me but sometimes I don't know how to like show you yeah I think a lot of people struggle with that for sure and just like past experience like it doesn't even have to be like you had a traumatic childhood just like. Eh, eh, any little thing that you can identify that mm-hmm. was like, okay, well now I've created like a belief about yeah. either like people are going to leave or people yeah. are overbearing or like whatever it is. And then it just shapes how you then interact with every relationship going forward yeah. until you can identify that and like see what it is and, and be able to start like recognizing those triggers and then how you show up for someone else. Yeah. And I think that's key though too, like identifying what that looks like because I was reading this book, um, The Mastery of Self by mm. Don Miguel and they talk a lot about like the conditionings that everyone places on themselves and then we place on other people um and and being able to like separate your own lived experience from others Mm -hmm. you know so Mm -hmm. like that there's so much like room for grace yeah and to accept people once you understand who they are yeah so yeah no it's a lot it's it's all good stuff yeah good stuff good work okay so herbal baths yeah herbal baths what else we got? I crying. Crying. Yes. I right. love I have a niece. My niece, her yep. name is Lavender. And she is like my favorite person on this planet. Yes, I love that. Like I she there's something about like children that restore and recharge. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't seen her in a month because she's been with her dad in California. But like she gets back home this weekend and I'm just like, okay. You're so excited. I'm so excited because and like there's just so much to like like she's learning exponentially, rapidly. Right. And like I'm like, okay, like what word will she use on me today? Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. And she's incredibly smart. And I think these new children are also like being born into like what is now like a four and five D world. Mm. So their heightened sense of intelligence is crazy. I'm like mm. at three years old, I don't They're, think I was I didn't know how to use a phone right. or work through a tablet. So yep. like she's just it's just amazing. Yeah. Um I that reminded me recently I have found uh a little new delight. So my sister lives in Columbus. Okay. And she has a dog and the dog is fine and fine, but her roommate, 
<laughs> if my sister listens, she'll get so fucking pissed that I don't like her dog. Hey, sis. As, as much as I like her roommate's dog. Oh. It's a uh, Cavachon. Hmm. It's like a Cavalier and a something else. Anyways, it's like, I don't know. It's like, th- it's like a 25, 30 pound dog. It's, yeah. But it's like, small. and I went to visit her a couple weekends ago and like I met, his name is George. Hey, George. And I met George for the first time and he's just like, he's just like one of those dogs that just like adores you yeah. and like wants to follow you around and just yeah. like wants to sit with you and snuggle and he's like very soft, but like just like very easygoing and just always like, do, 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 like mm-hmm. I'm George. And so I like fell in love with him that weekend. And then last weekend she came down to visit me. And she and brought she, her dog. And she brought her dog and she brought George. Oh. And so we went to like this pup fest in Washington Park. And like I, Lex, like I'm not a dog person. Yeah. Like I, I, I like dogs and I like very much like George, but I'm not like a dog person. But I spent like the day with George and then we came back and we like yeah. laid on the couch together. Yeah. And I was like, this is a delight for me. Like yeah. I'm really delighting. Does this George. mean you're going to get a dog soon? I don't know. Okay. That seems like a lot. It is. <laughs> I have a dog. dog. Yeah. I do. I do. Me and my twin sister co-parent a dog. Okay. See, see, that seems like something I could do. Yeah. Like, I don't maybe want it all the time. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a, it's to me in my mind like that is a huge huge step and a huge commitment. So it I'm is. not ready to like go it is. there. But I'm closer to it than I have been before. Yeah. Well, and then too, also like you found something that brought you joy. Yeah, and that's fine. And mm-hmm. I can just be- You get to bask in that. Yeah. I could just be in that and doesn't mean that I need to like be a dog mom. Yeah. It's like me being an aunt. Take your child back. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So I'm just like, Katrina, bring George down whenever you come <laughs> visit. We're like joking around of like, what if George just happens to stay? Like what the roommate, do you know, George found? We want to spend the night. He yes. Wants he wants over. to have a slumber party. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's too funny. Um, okay. So big question for you. Oh. The very biggest. Okay. What does being fit mean to you? Being fit. Um, I would say like being fit to me is... Probably being like mentally, emotionally, spiritually, mm-hmm. like healthy. Yeah. Like, yeah. cause being fit doesn't always have a physical construct. No. So, I mean, in my mind, honestly, it's like rarely does it. No. Like yeah. that, that's not the most important thing. Like am I spiraling this month? Like yeah. someone should probably tell me. Yes. You know? <laughs> right. Like that's going to be more important to me if like, if I don't have a definition in my shoulders. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. No, I love, I love the idea of. It, there's a fine balance to it all. So that's, it's important. I think it's something that like, I try to like push onto like my, my siblings and my parents. And yeah. I think that's like the ultimate goal too in dream. It's like, I want to be fit with everyone around yes. me. Oh, Lex, I love that. Yeah. I really haven't heard anyone else say that. I ask every person that question and there's really that, that this come up component of like, yeah, I want to like bring myself up and then also yeah. those I, uh, that love around me up to. Yeah. And if I'm doing that, then mm-hmm. I'm like absolutely fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really, really like that. Yeah. 
And that starts with just leading by example. Yeah. Like my mom calls me all the time. Like Lex, like how do I make this black bean burger? Like, can you bring your cauliflower um, chicken over again? Like, so. Yeah. No, I love that. Okay. Lex, where can people follow you, contact you if they want to work with you? Opportunities. What's the best way to get in touch? So I'm on Instagram at Lex underscore Nicole. Nicole is with the Y. So Mm -hmm. N-Y-C-O-L-E. And then my website is like the best way for people to get familiar with the things that I do Um, and that's the Lex Nicole brand dot com so yeah like do a deep dive let's have fun let's be friends go check out her Instagram she's got amazing outfits amazing poses amazing backdrops Ah. like I'm always looking for inspiration. I'm just there. trying to be like Chrissy when I grow up. No, it's it's good. It's good. <laughs> you are on your way. Thank you so much for this. This has been yeah. amazing. Thank Let's you so much for having get me. Get our seafood date on the calendar. I'm right gonna, now. I'm going to be at like every red light Somerset night. Oh, girl. If every I'm going to show month. you what it's going to look like when we get off here. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see it. It's a secret. Ugh. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Go follow Lex. Uh, check out what she's doing um, and share to your socials. And love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.